Hello and welcome to My Micro School. Today we're going to talk about ghosting and breadcrumbing. So what is ghosting and what is breadcrumbing? Let's first start defining what is ghosting. And I found this really good article that I want to share with you. And let me go ahead and just put it uh, here on the screen. And this article, what it does, it talks about a study, a sample uh, that they did in Spain, a sample of 626 adults, 303 males and 323 females, aged from 18 to 40 years old. What they did is that basically um, they took the sample and they asked the people, they said, listen, you need to let us know if in the last year you, you consider that someone or a dating partner has ghosted or breadcrumbed you. We're gonna talk about breadcrumbing too. In the last year. And what they had to do is that they had to figure it out how they failed with the satisfaction with life, loneliness, and helplessness. Basically, these people um, use uh, three different skills, and I'm showing them in the screen. And these skills have been used, uh, you know, by, basically to rate how you feel when someone does something to you, how do you will scale that again with satisfaction with life, loneliness, and helplessness. Uh, ghosting is basically um, when someone, you start a relationship with a person, it could be friendship, it could be, uh, usually it's more common when people are dating, that you start, everything is wonderful, everything is beautiful, and then pff, that person just disappears. You text the person once, and you're like, oh, maybe, you know, he's busy, or she's busy, nothing. Second time, you're like, maybe they didn't get the first message, and you go, and then finally, I think the third for me is like, okay, I'm done with this person. You just send a nice message saying like, I have been ghosted by you. Have a good life. <laughs> Bye. But why people ghost and why people do what well, we're going to, we're going to talk about breadcrumbing too. The article basically, um, it's a really good article and I, obviously I have it here attached because this is how they define ghosting. Originates from the noun ghost. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, ghosting means a way of ending a relationship with someone suddenly by stopping all communication with them. Apparently, the rates in the United States, um, according to the article, it says prevalence rates in the United States range between 13% and 23% for those adults who have been ghosted by a romantic partner. That means that if you have a room of 100 people, 13 out of 23 people, you're going to ask them, have you ever been ghosted? And they're going to be like, <laughs> yes, it's horrible. And then listen to this. In Spain, which is Spain, I was surprised because those people are usually are all the time partying. I have a lot of Spanish friends. 19.3% have reported having suffered ghosting at least once in the past year. So what does this article talk about? This article talk about ghosting and breadcrumbing. Ghosting is basically when someone just disappears and breadcrumbing, which is the other behavior that they also study. Let's talk about breadcrumbing and let's do the definition of breadcrumbing. It's defined as the act of sending out filtrations but non-committal committal text messages. Basically, just breadcrumbs to lure a sexual partner without spending much effort. Basically, what the article explained is just a behavior where someone just holds you there. They don't call you, and then they might text you, hey, beautiful, how are you doing? And that person gets really excited. And then, basically, there's never a commitment. Breadcrumbing, too, can happen at work. 
we've all been part of this. If maybe you haven't, maybe it hasn't happened to you with a sexual, not sexual partner, but like a, like an intimate relationship, then what's going to happen is that when you are at work and they have, a, I, I'm also attaching another article here. When you are at work and you have that manager that he just keeps, you know, praising you. Oh, you're doing a great job. Don't worry about it. You're going to get that, you know, promotion. You're going to get that promotion. And they just basically keep you on hold. Then that's when you realize that you say, okay, this person is basically breadcrumbing me. I don't know if that's a word, but you're just being breadcrumbed because what they're just doing is just basically giving you a little bit to keep you at the job, to keep you satisfied. But what they're doing is just keeping you on hold. They're not going to give you the promotion. They're not going to commit because that's the behavior they present. The article specifies that between ghosting and breadcrumbing, breadcrumbing is extremely toxic and it affected much more. The study um, concluded at the end because it was extremely toxic. Um, to, it is extremely toxic, basically, when someone either ghosts you, which I don't think that one is as bad as breadcrumbing, breadcrumbing you. Because when someone goes to you, you kind of like end the relationship and you move on. It's extremely painful. But when someone does break crumbling, they basically they're holding you and holding you and holding you. So I feel that this was extremely important to identify this type of behavior because you might have this, you might be having this feeling right now, maybe with a boss or maybe with someone that, you know, wants to do a project with you, but they don't commit, or maybe with a romantic partner that they keep telling you, sure, we'll hang out tomorrow. Or one of those friends that, you know, you always want to hang out, and you're like, oh, you want to do this, this, and that? And they just basically just want to keep you there, but they don't want to commit to like a dinner or anything like that. Now, uh, the article, this is what the article um, concludes. The results from the regression models show that suffering breadcrumbing will significantly increase the likelihood of experiencing less satisfaction with life and having more feelings of loneliness and helplessness. However, no significant relationship, no significant relation was found between ghosting and any of the exam, examined psychological correlates. Basically what that means, remember the three satisfaction with lying, loneliness and helplessness? Ghosting wasn't really so much of a problem for these people because they were like short-term relationships, but breadcrumbing, according to the article too, when you read it, is most likely in relationships that you're having constantly all the time, and they could either be short or they could be in the long term. So that's the reason why there's a, um, the regression models show that suffering breadcrumbing would, would significantly increase the feeling of not ha having basically less satisfaction with life, horrible. So this is extremely important to, to figure it out, to say, is this person ghosting me or breadcrumbing me or, you know. Let's talk about the, the reasons why maybe you have been ghosted. Um, I found this really good article from psychologytoday.com and it, I feel that it, it, it explained very well the eight reasons why a person might ghost instead of communicating directly that, you know, they just don't want to be your friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend and so on. So let's go over these reasons because I really felt that they were, they, they were valid. They're chicken. Reason number one, people who don't handle conflict well fear confrontation. Well, that's very common, especially in social media, right? You can just go ahead and just say, well, can I talk to this person? And she just unfollow or block. I mean, 
you basically, you know, if, if it's something that you don't want to do the confrontation and basically tell that person, like, look, I just, you know, I, I, I just don't like you anymore, but I don't want, you know, basically they just feel that living without a war, let alone closure, is going to be easier for the other party, which in fact is more cruel and <laughs> extremely painful, according to the article. Uh, reason number two, they are avoidant. Ghosts are more likely to have intimacy problems, which explains why they leave a relationship that's getting close. They are emotionally unavailable and they might have an avoidant attachment style. Well, you know, they just maybe, um, this is also childhood and, you know, you, you kind of have to figure it out like, well, did this person ghost me? And start thinking about this and I think it kind of makes you feel better because you kind of feel like, okay, maybe there's the possibility that it wasn't my fault. Maybe it was a possibility that this person basically we just didn't connect and they just didn't want to have conflict with me, if that's a justification to make you feel better. Number three, they're ashamed. People with low self-esteem want to avoid criticism and the shame they anticipate if you get to know them better. One reason for avoiding intimacy. So um, basically, they, the article says that you're, they're trying to avoid false false responsibility. It can happen. Um, sometimes, well, many times when you meet someone online and then when you start meeting that person more, you can you know, feel like, oh, wow, maybe they have projected on the Instagram or on their social media a unicorn. And they might, not, they might feel that, you know, if you get too close to that person, they might be like, oh, they're going to discover that I'm not a unicorn. So they're ashamed. Reason number four, they're busy. When you're not exclusive and acknowledge that dating someone else is okay, your partner might assume the relationship is, I don't think not only to, to be straightforward with, with someone that you're dating, listen, this is what I want. And, and I know sometimes it might be hard because you might feel like, oh, maybe the other person might feel offended. But I'm just going to tell you, I, am, I feel that it's much easier to go with a straight reason to say, look, this is what I'm looking in this relationship. I really like you. I hope this can flourish to something. Again, communication. I just feel and I have and I feel it like if maybe you don't feel comfortable having that conversation, maybe you should, you know, figure it out like, well, is this the right person or not? But that's not my choice to make. That is a choice that you have to make. But I feel that it's always important to evaluate those choices so you don't get hurt in the long term. Um Number five, they're game players. To some daters, particularly narcissists, that basically when you're a narcissist, uh, narcissists, they just uh, basically says here, relationships are solely a means to satisfy their egos and sexual needs. They're not interested in a commitment at all. Number six, they're depressed or overwhelmed. Some people can hide depression for a while. The ghost might be too depressed to continue. I, I not want to reveal what's really going on on his or her life. Well, this is true too. Sometimes we're not in a good place in our lives and we just don't want to deal with, with that person. Or you feel like you're just not in the same place. You know, I, I always think like you're not in the same dimension, right? Sometimes we're in the same dimension. Sometimes we're not with other persons. So that's something to, to, to kind of say like, well, maybe it's not me. Maybe this person doesn't have the energy and they are depressed. I mean, depression is serious and it could happen. 
Reason number seven, they're seeking safety. If you have rage in the past or are violent or verbally abusive, you might be ghosted in self-protection. Well, uh, number eight, they're setting a boundary. If you have annoying and smothered your friends with frequent texts or calls, especially if they ask you not to, then their silence, their silence is sending a message because you have ignored their, their boundaries. What to do if you have been ghosted? Face reality, number one. The other person has decided to move on for whatever reason. This is what the article says. Just accept it and just take a deep breath and just move on. Number two, allow your feelings. I, I mean, I was ghosted once and it's just horrible because the first question is like, well, why? <laughs> and then you get angry and then you get sad and then you are like, oh, whatever. What did I want that lose in my life or that, <laughs> or that woman in my life, right? Well, allow your feelings. You know, I think sometimes when we have like this type of things that happens to us in life, I kind of figured out, okay, what would be the most fun way to go through this pain, <laughs> right? So allow, allow your feelings. This is basically what the article says. Avoid self-blame. And it says here, deal with ghosting in a healthy way. Rejection can be painful, but you don't have to pile on unnecessary suffering. Remember... There's a saying, pain is, pain is not optional, but suffering, it is. You're going to feel the pain and you're going to be upset, but then you're going to say, okay, how can I make this pain be the, the, the less toxic in my life? How can I try to get out of this? It's just not easy, of course, for me to say it is one thing. And another thing is be like, what did it cost me that? <laughs> that happens to all of us. We have been, you know, and again, reading this type of reasons why maybe they have ghost you, you kind of, you know, feel a little bit better because you're like, well, maybe it wasn't myself. Maybe it was him or her. <laughs> Don't try to make contact. If you're tempted to write or call, think about how the conversation will go. How will you feel and whether you even get trust, a, a truthful answer from the person. It is extremely painful um, once the other person cuts the conversation, but then you think about it. Okay, you, you make contact because obviously, you know, you don't know they have ghosted you yet, but let's say that you then see that person for whatever reason, how uncomfortable it is to have that conversation. And then what are the odds or what are the probabilities that this, this person that ghosts you is going to be honest with you? I don't know. You need to evaluate that from the relationship that you have. Evaluate your boundaries. You gave your heart to someone and then what happened? They crush it, right? Well, you have to make sure that you don't become, uh, maybe, maybe you need to evaluate your boundaries. So here they said, it's wise to evaluate your boundaries when dating. Were you easily seduced? Were you too anxious to fall in love with someone you really didn't know uh, well? So, you know, sit down and say, Am I, like, why, why is this happening to me? Because maybe it's happening to you with more than one person. And that's when you're saying, well, maybe I am looking into the wrong into life and plan activities with friends. Yes, don't allow yourself to fall into depression. Now, Again, we've all been there, we've all been hurt, and it's very difficult to explain the feeling or to explain what to do not to have that feeling. But at the end of the day, always remember you are unique, 
if that person goes you, maybe it was good that you didn't have to have a confrontation. So maybe they cut your losses, to put it that way. So that's how I see it. About breadcrumbing, um, I, I, you know, I was, I didn't even know what this was until I, I actually wanted just to do the podcast on ghosting. And then I saw breadcrumbing and I was like, what, what is breadcrumbing? <laughs> and then I started really reading more into it. And yes, it can happen at work. It can happen in your personal relationship. It can happen in when you're dating. So um, I hope with this, you know, little article that we just reviewed to get today, maybe you might feel better. Maybe you might have a, um, a smile right now and say, Ugh. I'm just going to go ahead and party. Who cares if they ghost me or not? And if you're being breadcrumbing, then today you're going to say like, that's it. What is, like Oprah says, what is the next right step to do? So I hope this helped you. Thank you so much. Uh, season two is coming and it's going to be a lot of uh, business math. So I'm really, really excited. I hope you enjoyed this, uh, this uh, podcast today and I hope to see you soon. Thank you so much and have a great day.